powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook. Maybe they're not dead yet. They're probably dead, but they maybe not. Welcome, everyone, to Game Over Calgary. My name is Peter Klein. Thank you all very much for tuning in today. Uh, yes, get to cover a win here on a nice-ish Saturday afternoon as the Flames pick up a 5-3 win over the worst team in the National Hockey League. Dog behind me is... A little nervous, but it's okay. The flames are still alive. Uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Before we get into all of the fun, hi, Lola. Uh, before we get into all of the fun, I do want to remind you, it's March Mania at Sports Interaction, NHL, NBA, March Madness, and MLB, and so much more. It's bananas. Play pinata picks, which, by the way, the most fun way to, uh, to to interact with sports on a, a sports website. I absolutely love Pinata Picks. And March Madness, exclusive games with insane odds you can't play anywhere else. Make your next bet with Sports Interaction. Download the app in Ontario. Use the QR code you see at the bottom of the screen or head to sportsinteraction.com slash SDPN to get started. 19 years and older, please play responsibly. Lola, you're okay. You're okay. It's fine. Come here. Come here. Yeah, no one can see you on the camera. You're fine. I know you're very shy. I, I might just have to pet a dog for half an hour while we're talking about uh, Calgary Flames win. Um, on a day where the, the scoreboard kind of goes exactly the way the Flames would have wanted it to, right? Like, if you are someone who still fancies yourself as thinking that this team makes the playoffs uh, or has a chance of making the playoffs, this was a day for you, right? The National Predators get absolutely curb stomped by Seattle 7 to 2 um and the Jets fall to the LA Kings 4 to 1 so th this was this was best case scenario for the Flames after what seemed like worst case scenario the other day in that loss against the the Vegas Golden Knights I was there uh, at the building and I I had this already if the Flames were going to lose this game today to talk about um, just the, the apathy around this team and everything like that. But then they go out and win the game and it feels kind of kind of bad to just shit on them after a 5-3 a win, but not a perfect win. Um, th this was th this was a game where it, it felt like the, the Flames only tried as much as San Jose kind of made them to like they, they go up to nothing. It's OK. This one feels over already, and you kind of got that sense, but it's a Calgary Flames, and the San Jose Sharks come back and put together a pretty good run and end up actually taking the lead, and then Calgary's like, fine, fuck, we'll try again, and they get a goal, but San Jose pushed them, but overall, uh, a win is a win. Um, I think the, um, oh, my camera looks very nice. Oh, well, thank you. Um... I think the big story of this game is Walker Dewar, right? Um, like he, for the last couple of games, has felt like the best player on the team. And I have really, really enjoyed what he has brought to that fourth line. And it's one of the reasons why you... Um, it's one of the reasons why you look at, like, some of the other younger players. And it's like, why why have some of these other guys not been given a chance? Because no one was knocking down the door for Walker Dewar this year, right? Like, no one... Um, I think I just... Uh, just combine two metaphors, but either way, no one was clamoring for for Walker Dewar at any point this season. Like th th this was someone who just kind of forged his own way onto this team, and he has provided the the, the jump that this uh, this fourth line has really required. And to do it with 
like Lucic and Lewis, who one of them has been uh, oft talked about on this uh, particular program, uh, and the other one has been kind of okay, but he has really been a spark plug for that line, and I think he's kind of earned his way to, to maybe getting a, a couple of other looks with this team. Like, I, I would be interested to see what he would do with a, a Backlund and a Coleman out there, right? But um, it, it is... It is a, an interesting kind of spark that he has provided the fourth line, but he is what you want a fourth liner to do, right? Like go in there, crash, bang, boom, play with speed, play with pace. And one of the things I talked about on um, the uh, hit I did on 960 this week was how the, the Flames, when they're playing really well on the offensive end, they're really making it difficult for the opposition to break out, right? So you, you have, whether it's an aggressive four check, <clears throat> Excuse me. Wow, I'm all choked up after a win. Um, whether it's an aggressive board check or um, it, it is winning puck battles along the wall, you, you have a number of opportunities to, to really make life difficult on the opposition, and Dewar does all of them. It's so great to see. Um, he, he is the one creating a real spark. There's that word again, uh, creating a spark for this team on that fourth line, and I, I, I absolutely love it, and that, that is the exact example you want your young players to do. And you, you think about where that kind of boost has come from this season. I'm really trying hard to not use the word spark now. Um, where that boost has come from this entire season. It has been Pelche, which I don't I don't know what he's not doing in the lineup, but whatever. Um, whether it's Pelche, Ruzicka had it for a little bit and kind of lost it, admittedly. Um, but it's been Dewar as well. Like, it's been those guys who have come in and and given this team life. And maybe it'll be a Coronado in the last seven or whatever games of the season. But this is... It, it, this is the exact spark that you are looking for from your young players. And, like, I, I thought, look, like... For, for Milan Lucic, I thought Lucic had an all right game. Uh, I thought Lewis played well, and I thought that fourth line was the only one that was kind of keeping the Flames in it for a, a little bit here. So a, a few positives, I think, to take from the Flames' win. Let's get the uh, the likes going, although I can't really complain right now. Uh, we're, we're at about a 50% like rate, so uh, not, not too much uh, complaining. Let's go to the chat for the first time. Uh, yes, Derek saying, finally get to uh, to, to cover a win. Um, and left-handed penman saying, you and Audi have got to stop going to games. It never ends well. No, you're right. Uh, this was the last game I have tickets to this season, so we're, we're fine on that front. Um, I, I don't anticipate me buying any more, and so I, I, think we're, I think we're good. I think we're, we're going to be okay. I can't speak for Audi, though. Uh, Camden Kelly won. I am very saddened that Dubé shaved that beautiful beautiful beard yes no that's that that was noticeable today and jarring it took a little bit of time but uh we eventually we eventually were able to to just kind of cope and uh and deal with it uh do you think the flames will make the playoffs and do you think daryl will be fired or no do i think the flames will make the playoffs no i like again everything broke right today but this is still a team that is uh as of right now four points out with eight games to go that's, I mean, it, it's not insurmountable by any stretch of the imagination. It's one good week and you've you, you've got it back on track, right? But at the same time, they just played tooth and nail with San Jose after, like, it was a frustrating loss against, uh, against Vegas. I didn't think they played an amazing game there. Uh, and then they got absolutely shit kicked by the Kings. Like, this is not a team that's playing anything close to playoff hockey right now. So, no, no, I, I do not anticipate this team making the playoffs. The second question, um, will Daryl get fired? I still don't think so. That, that look, that this is not a he shouldn't. This is he won't. 
I, I do not think he is the right mix for this team. I do not think he is the, the right coach necessarily for 2023 in the National Hockey League. Complete respect to what he did with the, the Flames um, as a, a coach and with the LA Kings on a way to a Stanley Cup. Absolutely, 100%. Like, he, every, every flower he gets for an amazing coaching career, he absolutely 100% deserves. I just don't think it's now, man. Like, it, it's, I, I don't think he is the, the coach for this team for the long haul if they want to, you know, win. So I, I I do not I do not think he should be the coach. However, this is a traditionally frugal organization and not one that likes to pay coaches a whole lot to not coach. And so and they also love Daryl. Maybe not the general manager, but the dude just deciding on the general manager. Um, yeah, they're they're the ones who who are big Daryl fans. So I I do not anticipate there being a new head coach with the, uh, the with the Calgary Flames coming into next season. Derek Grant is doing his best. Holy cow! Um, necromancy skills. I probably said that wrong. Uh, keeping them alive, but yes, like he he's God. He's been so good. This feels like a waste. And look, Backlund played his 900th game uh, tonight. Today, I guess it, I'm looking outside the sun shining. I should have not made that mistake. But um, it feels like such a waste with how well Backlund's playing this year and with how well Toffoli's playing this year that I don't think this team uh, will will make the playoffs. Like that that it just feels like such a waste for this club. Uh, but that's that's where we are at with them. Um. Okay, so keep the chats coming. Let's uh, remember to like this video, share it with your friends. Everyone come on in after a win over the San Jose Sharks on a Saturday afternoon. And from a Flames perspective, like I said before, today was best case scenario. You look at the schedule now coming up for Calgary. Um, they have the Kings again on Tuesday, with which feels like a monster, monster bounce back game. Then it's Friday at the Canucks. Um, Sunday, home against the Ducks. Tuesday, home against Chicago. And then Wednesday against Winnipeg. I'm just going to say it feels like it's a big deal. You know, like you, you at least have one head-to-head -head game left with those guys. So it is possible. The only issue is this team desperately, I think, needs to elevate their game right now. Like this, this was not a game that should have given them this much trouble, right? And I... I said I don't want to, to dump on it too much. The Flames just won. We're all happy. We're feeling good. It's positive. I'm going to a wine thing after. We're going to have a good evening. So we're, we're excited. We're happy. That wasn't a very well-played hockey game by the Flames. Defensively, I don't know what this thing is where they just feel like the center line on the ice just isn't important anymore. But they give up so many looks right dead center like right between the eyes for uh, on the rush and I I don't I don't recall that ever being a real Daryl Sutter strategy I'd, I'd have to look at everything but I I don't think that's really the way that you want to be um defending uh by any means so I uh, that that is a thing that concerns me a lot is those looks just right down the middle they were there all day against the Kings they were there all night against the uh the, the Vegas Golden Knights and they were all there once again today uh against San Jose I know Lola it's very upsetting I know I'm I, I'm worried about it too here Lola come here um 
But for the flames, I wish people could see. Our place is too dirty for me to just be Roman cameras all over the place. But um, from a, a flames perspective, like the the simple thing is everything needs to get better, right? Like generating offense, they've they've scored a bunch of goals recently, but at no point did that feel like a, a dominant win. And this Flames team needs that at this point. Like, there's the, the, this is not the time to be playing down to your competition. They were a bounce or two away in that third period from losing this hockey game. And that just, that, that can't be the case when you are playing the last place team in the league, a San Jose Sharks team that has won two games since Valentine's Day. Like, this, this Sharks team shouldn't have given you any problems at all, but yet they were tooth and nail with them the entire way. And you can't just say, oh, well, they'll turn it on. Eight games left. It should be turned by now, but it's not. And that that is, it, it is such a concern for me. One of the things you look at with good teams is, do you treat bad teams like bad teams? Like go in there, get the job done and just take care of business and the flames didn't and that is a thing that really concerns me going forward they, they said on the broadcast tonight oh well the, the flames seven of their last nine games are against non-playoff teams okay that hasn't mattered at all and it's you look now at how close things are and you look now at where the season has kind of gone for calgary and this is why you get frustrated at a loss against Arizona in overtime. This is why you get uh, a little bit annoyed when they drop one to uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets or to the Chicago Blackhawks. This is why those games get so frustrating is because now you look at it, if you could find two wins, somewhere in there if you could find two wins, this team is in a playoff spot right now. And so that's why that this consistent effort that we've been calling for from the Flames all season long has to be there. And it just, it hasn't been from Calgary at any point, really, this season, um, that they have not been able to, to put that together. And again, tonight, like, they won, but that's because the team they were playing was just kind of an absolute piece of shit. Like, they're, the, the, this is not a good Sharks team that you just played, and it, it was rough. Um, at, at points, but they do get the job done and they do end up coming away with a victory, which, like I said, keeps them four points out of a playoff spot. Winnipeg again losing tonight. I am sure that the game over Winnipeg crew is having quite the time with that loss against the Kings. Man, the Kings are playing some pretty good hockey right now, aren't they? Um, so as it sits right now, Calgary leapfrogs Nashville for that last playoff spot. Uh, sorry, for the, the last spot outside of a playoff spot in the Western Conference. They are a point up on the Preds, who do have three games in hand. Um, they are even in games played with Winnipeg, and they are four points back of the Jets. Um, not that it was really in doubt, but uh, they're not catching the, the Kraken, who won again today. They are seven points back of the Kraken, two games in hand with... Um, yeah, seven points back with, like I said, eight games to play. Let's go back to the chat. J-Rock saying, honestly, if the Flames make a playoffs, we all probably believe they are first-round exit. What do you want out of the last eight games, um, plus or minus the playoffs, to build for next year? I just want more opportunities for some of these young kids. I want to see Pelche playing. I want to see Dewar playing more. Um, I, I want Ruzichka back in the lineup. I, I want to see that. And I, I kind of want to figure out where does Huberto fit. And honestly, like, Millen kind of got caught on it on the broadcast tonight. There was such a great play with Huberto with a perfect pass um, setting up Lindholm, who sets up Tyler DeFoley, who, by the way, 
career high in goals with uh, 31. So shout out Tyler Defoley. We we love Tyler Defoley in this house. But I I would kind of like to see Huberto back on that line. I, I would for the last eight games. I think one of the things you need to focus on is who works for uh, Huberto as a line mate, who works for Kadri as a line mate, and where do some of these other things fit? Like, I think now is the time to, to try to see some of those things. And I, I would like to see Huberto back up with Chifoli and with Lindholm. And I think if you are going to... I think if you were to draw up the Flames lines perfectly, that that is still the best fit, I think, for Huberto going forward, even though the, the two left-handed thing does kind of throw him off, it seems, at times. So that that's kind of what I'm looking for. More consistent play for Markstrom, which you have been getting. Um, uh, so just, like, a couple of those things. So, yeah, the kids and seeing who fits with Huberto in the last little bit. Uh, J-Rock asking, is um, Daryl Sutter behind the bench for next year? Uh, we did discuss this earlier. Uh, yeah, yeah, he is. Shouldn't be, but he is. Uh, left-handed penman. The Preds have a bu- brutal couple games coming up. The Preds also aren't very good. Like, I, I don't view the... If, if I was Winnipeg, I get they were just ahead of the Flames, like, 20 minutes ago. Um, They're, they're not great. And so, if I'm the Jets, <laughs> like, quite frankly, I'm, I'm more worried about how my team's playing than anything else. If the Jets don't make the playoffs, it's because the Jets fell out. It's not because anyone got hot and caught them, I don't think, anyway. And there, there's going to be... If the Flames do make it, there's going to be a conversation about, like... Uh, oh, J-Rock, it's fine. Sorry, I, I didn't mean for that to come off as, as snarky. It's cool. It's, we, 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 can, we can rehash things. It's all good. Um, but if the Flames make the playoffs, you know it's going to be a conversation. Hottest team in hockey. No one's going to want to play them. I don't know. That Vegas team last night didn't seem too fucked, or the other night didn't seem too fucked by playing the Flames. So, I... Like, there, there's a ceiling on all of this for where, where this team can go. But you are at a point now where you are this close, you, you might as well make it. But the Flames need to find a consistency now that they have not found at any point this season. You know, like it's at no point, aside from like the first few games of the year, and even then you can kind of explain away, well, Colorado was playing on a back-to-back. Vegas, uh, they had a couple of this. and Right? Like um, the, the there hasn't really been a stretch all year where the flames have just been like, okay, yeah, we, uh, we got this thing rolling now. Let's go. If they can get that now, great. I, I just, I don't really see that. Wade Matthews chiming in. Sharks fan here. Good game. Thanks for putting us closer to Bedard and good luck catching Winnipeg. Thank you, Wade. I appreciate that. Yes. No, that's, um, that's a team that needs Connor Bedard. Honestly, that wouldn't be a, like, it wouldn't be great to have Connor Bedard in the flames, um, division for the next decade, but I, I'd rather Bedard go to like a San Jose than an Anaheim right now. Anaheim's just blah. I've two years in a row. I've thought, okay, you know what? This is the year the young players going to come together for for Anaheim. They got the goalie. They're going to figure this thing out. And it's two years in a row by December. It's like I, I didn't get that one right, did I? Uh, so that's a, a little unfortunate there. As we wrap up the program today, do want to talk about how fucking good Tyler Toffoli's been, right? Like Toffoli. And Backland, we, we have been calling, and one of the themes of the show today has been asking for consistency from the Calgary Flames. And a couple of guys who have given, them to, given that to them has been Toffoli and Backland. Like, Toffoli, this last few weeks here, he has been just phenomenal. And you saw it today, you kind of forgot they were on the penalty kill because he just, he makes an aggressive play at the blue line and outskates everybody. And like, he's, he's never been a bad skater, but I, I've never thought like, oh yeah, this is a guy who's got like pulling away from everyone's speed. I, I've never thought that, but he showed it on that particular play. Um, 
but he he has been so aggressive and there is such a level of confidence that that he is playing with right now and then michael backland I, I i know i've gushed about backland on this program before but i just have to bring it up again Almost anyone who has played with Backlund this season has had their best stretch of the season. Whether it's uh, Manjapani has not been more effective than when he's played with Backman and, uh, Backlund and Coleman. Uh, same thing, Trevor Lewis. I, I think a lot of the uh, secondary stats that, that are positive for him, he was able to, to really bolster when he started the season with Backlund and Coleman as well. And Coleman deserves some credit in, in all of this too, but Backlund has absolutely been the driver. Um, I, I think he kind of got Huberto a little bit back on track as well. Like, Backlund has been the guy this season that you just like put a dude with him and it's he's just a star maker man like it's just gonna churn out the hits time after time after time after time after time um he he has been everything that the flames could want and I don't know what direction these two um I don't know what direction, sorry, the, the Flames go with these two this year or this offseason, whether it is blowing this thing up and, and see what you can get for those guys because the, the value would be high for sure. Or if this team's going to make a push again next year, these are two guys who are going to be key staples of it. The, the Flames do not have someone with the, the offensive upside of a Tyler Toffoli, and they do not have anyone else who makes someone on the ice better the way Michael Backlund does. And I, I think that those are very, very valuable. And honestly, like if the Flames do go the rebuild route next season, I don't know if I want to be trading Backlund. And it would be an internal thing. Like someone would have to overpay for him, but his value is never going to be higher. So if you want to to really go out there and see what you can find and, and make a big splash with him and like maximize the value, it's tough for me to argue, but that's the kind of guy, he, he's not going to want to hear this, but that's the kind of guy you want in a rebuild to, to show Walker Dewar what he needs to do, to, to help a, a Dubé with what he needs to do, the next step for a, a Connor Zari and what that guy needs to, to accomplish. So um, Backlund is someone who I think is going to be very valuable to this team going forward. Same thing for Tyler Toffoli. He has been everything you could want for the Calgary Flames um, up to this point this season. Wade, once again, uh, with the, the question in the chat. Uh, also, from an outsider, I've been a big fan of Manjapani. I, I don't watch many Flames games. Oh! Uh, what do you think is the reason for the goal scoring slash production side, uh, slide Sorry, this season? There's, uh, I think, a bit of bad luck with uh, with what's going on with Manjapani so far this year. But I, I think a lot of it is that this isn't a team that has generated um, much in terms of high danger chances for a lot of the portions of the season. And I don't know what the offensive game plan was for the, the Flames coming into the year, but it's a lot of stuff from the outside. And when you look at what Manjapani was able to do when he's putting up 30 goals and, and those types of things, even though he's a, a bit on the wee side, um, he is someone who gets to those dirty areas and creates those chances. And that's just not where a lot of the offense was coming from for the Flames this season. And so I think part of the slide is just overall the team isn't as good and they're they're not generating offense or at least a lot of their offense isn't coming from the places that Manjapani tends to necessarily thrive so I I, I do think there is going to be a bit of a turnaround there were some stretches where he was like when Manjapani was again with Backlund and Coleman this year that was one of the better lines in the NHL at the time so I have I have no doubt that Manjapani is going to be someone who turns it around and is ready for a breakout next season. Um, but 
Yeah, I, I think that there's just a couple of ways that this team didn't really maximize the talents of him necessarily this season. Uh, Wade says, gotcha. He would just always catch my eye whenever I did find myself watching the Flames game. Hope he writes the ship. I think he will be for sure. Um, gorgeous hammer. And I've screwed that one a time or two. I uh, screwed that one up a time or two. Uh, <laughs> he says, I've watched a lot of Flames game and Manjapani is just not a smart player. He hustles, but his hockey sense is not great. I don't know if I would necessarily agree with that statement. Um, I, I can't recall any like dumb plays that he has made. He absolutely hustles 100%. Um, but I, I think there is a bit of a sense on the offensive side of like, where do I need to be to, to create some holes in, um, or create some passing lanes to, to be able to open things up. Uh, Jay Money, uh, with the, all I know is Walker Dewar needs an 8 by 8 extension. Man, isn't that a guy who, like, just screams fan favorite for the next few years? You know, like, Lucic is probably, God willing, going to be gone at the end of the season from the Flames. And I, I think, like, the, the chance that we get for, uh, that we get for Lucic are just going to be replaced by do chance next year with uh with walker doer so i think that the um i think that the the flames fans are gonna love this dude it's kind of like if ferland hadn't had the injuries that he had like a guy just plays like one of those tabletop hockey players where it's just like straight line back and forth he's gonna crash in a lot of stuff he's gonna hustle like hell and he's got some offensive weapons too so i i think flames fans are gonna love this kid for the next very long time uh, left-handed penman. I hope we offer Backlund uh, excessive term to get him back at a reasonable price. It'd be nice for someone to retire as a flame after being here their entire career. Look, if they keep him here, um, and if, if they have a commitment to, to keep him around long-ish term, put a cap, put, put the C on him. Like, he he should be the next captain of the Flames. Now, I don't have a great track record of calling that. The last dude who I said that about was Matthew Kachuk, and then he kind of just like... Whew, gone. So um, I, I, I'm not necessarily batting a thousand on that one, but I, I do think that Michael Backlund should be a guy who you put the captaincy on going forward. Uh, thank you everyone for coming on. This is a weird time because now all the Hockey Night in Canada games uh, are starting and a lot of the games are starting now. So it's a, a bit of a weird afternoon start, but thank you all. Remember one more time, uh, like this video, share it with your friends, subscribe to the ch channel. If you miss anything, the replay is going to be up as soon as this is done, or you can catch it on podcast. If you just subscribe to Game Over NHL on uh, any podcast platform, you can get that and uh, stay up to date on everything with uh, the old Game Over Network. Like I said, the, uh, the Winnipeg folks should be wrapping up here any moment now. Uh, Wade Matthews, one more. Does Dustin Wolf make the team next year? I think he does. I, I think he's kind of passed the level that is the American Hockey League, and now it's on to the big boss, which is the NHL. It, if I had to guess, I would I would say it's probably a Markstrom-Wolf tandem next season, which is too bad because Ladar has played well, but I think that's that's kind of the, the way that it would go. Vogon Poetry, glad to catch the show. You are really good at this, Peter. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um... I'm going to leave on that high note. I needed that today. Uh, all right. So my name is Peter Klein. Thank you all so much for tuning in. You can find me on social media, Twitter for as long as that lasts, and Instagram. I am at PrimetimeKlein. Um, and uh, yeah, Audie's going to have you guys for the next game. My next one is on the 31st. I get that wonderful Canucks game at 8 o'clock p.m. on a Friday night. The Flames against the Canucks. That's, that's going to make me wine like Lola's whining at the door right now. Uh, so I have to go before the dog pees in here. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Uh, the next game that the Flames play is Tuesday against the LA Kings. It is a 7 o'clock start. Once that game is done, Audie James will have you 
covered. Thank you all so much, and I will talk to you all later. Game over! Powered by Sports Interaction, Canada's Sportsbook.